Hello, welcome to That's Embarrassing, the podcast where we air your dirty laundry for our own financial gain. Um, I'm Joe Forrester. I'm Louise Gookie. And yeah, that's about it really, isn't it? Essentially, what we're doing this week is we are doing the in-laws, so to speak. (laughs) Okay, there are so many things I need to say about what you've just said. First off, for financial gain. Long term. (laughs) Okay, fine. And doing the in-laws... Yeah, good. Don't, don't do the in-laws. That will lead definitely to a whole to world, whole world embarrassment, trouble. court cases. Essentially, what we want is we want your embarrassing stories on a particular topic. And it's just been Christmas, so it's a time of year when people spend a lot of time with in-laws. Traditionally, obviously this year, technically not allowed to. But we thought it'd be a nice time to ask for embarrassing stories. And they have absolutely flooded in. Louise? Yes? Do you want to kick us off? Oh, actually, how do people get in touch? Oh, well, people can get in touch at EmbarrassingPod on Instagram, at EmbarrassingPC on Twitter, and we've got an email address because we're super professional. That's EmbarrassingPod at gmail.com. Good. What's helpful about our contact details is all three of them are different. Yes, because we didn't check. No. And no. embarrassing is a hard word to spell anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, just, do you know what? Just live with it, yeah. right? Just live with it. What's You're here the... now, so you found us somewhere. That's true. Might, they might know us. Anyway, look, right, should we get on with it? What stories have you got, Louise? Oh, okay, so we're going to kick off with a story from Clarissa, who headbutted her mother-in-law the very first time they met. Why? Not on purpose, not like, it wasn't like a vicious, bent down, pick something up, she dropped something, mother-in-law was fussing over. She then stood up quite vigorously, whacked the mother-in-law in the head. Where do you go from there? It can only get better. Oh, I, I was once, um, this is not a, I should stress this, not a mother-in-law story, but in terms of accidentally hitting people, I was once getting a, a blowjob. From... Why is it always about sex? Always about sex. I thought we'd, this is mother-in-laws, I thought we'd get around this. Carry on. So, so uh, it, was, it was a girl that I went out with about 10 years ago. And sort of, I used to, it was quite a boring relationship. We used to go around hers and watch the Come Dine With Me marathon on a Sunday. That sounds great. So, <laughs> do, do, yeah, I'd love it now. During the Come Dine With Me marathon, she started giving me a, a, a little gobbler. Oh. <laughs> and you know, sometimes like men, like when it's nice and it's going well, um, they get excited and their leg kicks out. Like, have you ever had this or witnessed this? Continue. So my I was sort of having spasms and my leg kicked. She was on the floor, I'm on the sofa, and I was having spasms and I need her in the face. And she was like, oh, and like went down sideways. Mm. And I was like, oh no. Like obviously just like really horrible things happen, but also then thinking, is she gonna finish? Cause you know. You're a really horrible human. I've thought it for a while, but but that just really, really Made it clear. So, so Clarissa <laughs> headbutted her mother-in-law. Yes. Have you ever headbutted anyone? Yes. Like not on purpose, though. Not in a fight. Yes. I was once going to do an interview with a girl called Hattie Keane. So she was meant to be like a hot young pop star. I should have known better because we had to go to Macclesfield to do the interview. And wow. basically, we were filming this like like cutaway sequence at the start where I walked up her path and, <laughs> um, and knocked on the front door and. <laughs> When I knocked on the front door, what I didn't realise is there was like a little lip, like a little step up into her house. Mm-hmm. So as I walked in, I tripped over and just headbutted her straight in the face. And the worst thing is we reshot it and I did it again. 
Oh, dreamy. What precious, precious memories. Um, yeah. So Chris has been in touch. Yeah. And Chris says, this is, this is a common theme among people who, who uh, replied, said he landed a floater. It wouldn't flush. Oh. So I said to Chris at this point, what did you do? Did you manage to get it down? And he said, yeah, my girlfriend had to come and help me. Oh, how? But what did she do? I guess they pushed it down and broke it up. Because, you know, sometimes, like, I find the best thing to do is get a coat hanger in there because I've never understood toilet brushes because I don't think a toilet brush is a very functional object because a toilet brush, all the poo and the paper gets stuck to the bristles, whereas a coat hanger will break up the matter. Turn the toilet brush upside down. That's the handle. Clean it afterwards. What do you think you do a coat hanger? You're putting your clothes on it. Yeah, but then why buy a toilet brush? Because then you're gripping it by the bristles. At best case, if it's brand new, you're gripping it by the pooey bristles if it's an old one. No, no, hold the handle underneath the the bristles. Yeah, but you still got you're still getting poo drip. No, I disagree. Better than a coat hanger. No, no, right, okay. I would, but it's not the idea. Like a drumstick would be quite good, wouldn't it? I mean, it? N- none of it's ideal. You know what? You could use like a bread knife because then you could. Cut well, and it then up. and then cut your bread. No, no, you'd need a bread knife just for poo. You this need is, a poo this knife. is utterly ridiculous. Carry on. So he's actually not the only one who's, Seriously? Uh, who's mentioned poo. It's quite embarrassing at an in-laws. So George says, I blocked the in-laws bog once with a massive turd. <laughs> That's the best word for it. <laughs> and then he said, right, his girlfriend then accidentally sent her family WhatsApp a voice note of him saying... I need a shit in an Irish accent. So he must have voice noted her going, I need a shite. And she, for some reason, forwarded that on as he simultaneously blocked the family toilet. I bet that wasn't an accident. Have you ever done that, Louise? No. No, no, certainly not to the in-laws. I used all that hot water at once. No, I've never, never in a public forum. I was at my friend Charlie's once. We were about 16 and the school we went to used to produce a little calendar on like glossy paper every year, like a little um, A6 calendar, like a pocket calendar. So Mm -hmm. you know, like what was coming up throughout the year. And for some reason, there was a Hampton School calendar in Charlie's downstairs bathroom at his parents' house. And I went for a poo and there was no toilet roll. So I wiped my bottom with the Hampton School calendar. And obviously, because it was like glossy, like high GSM paper, it wouldn't flush. So I kept trying to flush it. And I was just looking down and I could see like under 15s B rugby match. Like floating around. Here's a question though. How many times can you flush the loo before it's then just awkward? Like I've had to do a few flushes, but there's a point where it's just, you can't flush anymore. Then it's worse, isn't it? I I don't know. But you could keep flushing the loo and say, oh, there was something wrong with the toilet, as opposed to them coming in and it stinks because it's all been churned up and it's just full. It's just, it's awful. It it is awful. I mean, one thing I will say, if you don't want to block it, because this does happen to me, because as Louise, every time I, I'd say 90% of the time I call you, I'm on the toilet, aren't I? Yeah, I know. It's great. So It's really echoey in your bathroom. bathroom? Yeah. I love that. It's my favourite time of the day. Um, But anyway, (laughs) so when you go... Before you wipe, I would say give it a flush because the added paper is what adds body to the excrement. Thank you so much for your advice. I think out of all the years I've known you, this is the most beneficial piece of advice you've ever given me. Kev got in touch on on Instagram and said he got really drunk, got really drunk once and proposed to his mother-in-law in in all seriousness. And she had to say... 
apparently she told him the next day that she had to turn him down and say it'd be really awkward because she'd have to go through a divorce first. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, but the thing is, it's awkward, isn't it, if, you fan- if someone's like parents are fit. It's not really happened to me before. But like I, I was at a wedding once and I, I told my friend Rebecca, whose wedding day it was, the same wedding I fell in the campfire. I went up to her mum and I said, I can see where Rebecca gets her good looks from. Oh, proper and, cheesy line. Yeah, and also tried to dance with her and she didn't like it. Yeah. That's awful though. What would you do if your boyfriend, right, came on to your mum? Oh, I think I'd break up with him. No. Really? If your boyfriend, so your partner, hit, so not only is he hitting on someone else, which is bad enough, it's your mother. Yeah, but it's like, but he's not trying to actually sleep with her. He's just a bit drunk. I mean, it depends the level, I guess. If they're just flirting and say that line, then that's fine. But if they actively try and sleep with them, then we've got issues. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're in the wrong. If you say, <laughs> if your partner tries to sleep with a parent of yours, I don't, I think you're justified in splitting up with them. At that point, I'll give you that, Louise, to be fair. Thanks. I've got a good one about nudity that's coming from Matt. Okay. It's quite long, right? But it's 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 worth it. Great. Matt says, My 22nd birthday was the time I introduced my girlfriend's mother-in-law to my parents for the first time. Having spent the week stressing to my parents not to embarrass me in any way, shape, or form, the following proceeded to happen. After drunkenly jumping in the pop-up swimming pool, Brilliant. my girlfriend, best friend, and his girlfriend proceeded upstairs to dry off and change. It was at this point I thought it would be a good idea to steal my mate's towel and whip him with it, <laughs> as you do. We were all in hysterics and rather pissed, and my mate's girlfriend fell over into the wardrobe, creating a huge bang above the room my parents and girlfriend's mother were in. In retribution for the whipping, my mate wrestled me to the bed pinning my arms behind my back with my towel becoming looser during the struggle the point at which the towel inevitably fell away my mate had me in the bed on the bed with my legs spread in the air trying to buck myself free (laughs) and this was also the point that my now mother-in-law entered the room with my dad they were presented with flapping meat and two veg, staring them directly in the face with the occasional wink from a chocolate starfish as I tried my hardest to buck myself free. Ten years on and I'm still not allowed to forget how I embarrassed myself so horrifically. That's wonderful. It's also quite homoerotic because Matt steals his friend's towel and whips him. So his friend at this point is presumably naked. Oh, completely, yeah. So then his friend wrestles Matt <laughs> whose towel comes off well the girlfriend's not just like oh <laughs> I mean I'm sure there are some films that have been made very similar to that that's how a gay porno starts surely <laughs> probably that's amazing though isn't it amazing thank you Matt I love that thank you for uh, making this podcast really <laughs> good yeah <laughs> oh okay um I've got another story from uh, Graham he said, first time he went to the in-laws, his mum, the in-law, sorry, mother-in-law, cooked them some soup, served it. It was purple, for a.k.a. Bridget Jones. <laughs> and every time he tried to eat it, he was gagging. So he had to spend the whole meal trying not to gag and throw up the soup that his mother-in-law oh. had made him. Do we know what was in it? I guess, like, I don't know, beetroot? red cabbage or beetroot. <laughs> I mean, awful anyway. You've got to, like, what would you do, right, if your in-laws cook something hot? You just have to eat it, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, you just have to eat it. you just got to suck it up. Hopefully there's wine around. Just get drunk. But what if it's like, because, you know, some people are like, 
they're quite pretentious about food. Yeah. And it's like, so for example, right, so here's the thing that comes up for me quite often. I'm allergic to wine, right? Well, that's so, different. If it's like going to kill you, then... No, it won't kill me, but I'm allergic to the tannins, right? So like uh... red wine makes me feel so sick and makes me go really red and like sweat and I feel awful. But you know, like wine ponces? Yeah. They kind of go like, oh, come on, you just don't have a sophisticated palate. Yeah. And they're like, like, oh, you're just drinking cheap wine. You need to have this one, which is blah, blah, blah. Incorrect. I'm actually drinking cheap lager. So <laughs> that's, that's why I don't like wine. But that makes, but like, you know, some people would be like, uh, my mum used to tell me that um, when her dad remarried, he remarried like quite a posh lady. It was sort of a bit like keeping up appearances, hyacinth bouquet sort of Brilliant. thing. And they used to try and make my mum eat salmon. Okay. Like at Christmas, my mum hates fish, like absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, oh, come on. And they would bring out this huge fish with like its bulbing eye, bulging eyes and it makes her want to throw up. It's just like one of those things. Oh, I get that. That was and me like, up until about five years ago. That's awful. But like, what do you, because I don't think I could eat. I was once brought out a squid when I was on holiday in Spain mm-hmm. that was, I'm not even joking. I would say 15 centimetres tall. And it was like a whole squid with its eyes and tentacles. And it was like a little person from... No, I just you wouldn't know, eat it. You know in Men in Black, where in the back of the car, <laughs> yeah. she gives birth. It was that. It was that thing. <laughs> and like, you you just wouldn't eat. You'd have to... But then no, it's I'd rude, to, isn't it? Well, I'd just be rude. I couldn't eat that. When I first um, started going over to my in-laws, my boyfriend's parents now, like, they'd serve me stuff and I'd be like, this isn't... Like what? Like, like fish with their eyes in and... Mm. I'm all right now, but I used to either like cover it with a nap, like the head with a napkin or like cover the salad, like just move the salad so you couldn't see its face anymore. Oh, um, oh that's so sweet. Instead of saying, oh, I don't actually really like it. No, because I'm an absolute wimp and would never do that. No, but um, polite. That's not wimpy, yeah. that's polite. But I mean, if they put a massive squid in front of me, I couldn't. It's just a, no. Oh, that is, that is rank, isn't it? Because what I think, it's a continental thing, isn't it? Because what people don't understand. Continent, from the continent. <laughs> You know what it is? It's, which countries? It's, which countries are we specifically talking about? Just Johnny Foreigner <laughs> with his with his ideas. Do you know what? When they finally wake up from their siesta, they're making us see all this weird stuff. No, but like they're quite good on like seafood and like what we would consider to be exotic. One of the reasons that Brits like calamari, the way I consider calamari is it's got to basically look like an onion ring. Oh, absolutely. Deep fried. <laughs> I'll squeeze yeah. some lemon over it. 100%. If it looks like what it was in life, I can't have it. Yeah, no, I'm so with you on that. I've got one, right, from Laura, and it's a voice note. Oh, I love a voice note. We do encourage voice notes. It's not really my, it's not my story. I promise it isn't. I'm not just saying, oh, it's a friend of a friend. It's legit my friend Chloe, Uh, who is renowned for being a really bad sleepwalker. Ever since I've known and like grown up with her, she is always up and about, walking downstairs, all sorts. So, yeah, she's obviously a very um, active sleeper. And her boyfriend now, a guy called Josh, um, who she's been with for years, when they first started going out and she went to go and stay at his parents' house, she slept-walked into his parents' bedroom and crawled into bed with them. And (laughs) they did know that she was a sleepwalker, to be fair. But they literally woke up with this girl crawling into bed, this like 18-year-old girl. And it still to this day just makes me cringe. I think it's so embarrassing because they have to like lead her out of the bed like while she was still asleep and put her back into Josh's room. Um, so yeah, that's a good one for you. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. I had a friend who was at a party once. Um, I mean, when we were much younger, 
We used to have house parties. And he got up, slept, walked into the corner of the room and pissed all over this guy's like dining chair and dining table. And that was like an armchair in the corner because he just thought it was the loo. And we all woke up. Well, I wasn't there. They all woke up and was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm just going to the loo. This is quite common, isn't it? Because my friend Dan, who I used to live with, this is really bad. He was in bed with his girlfriend once when he was drunk. Yeah. And he pooed himself. (gasps) Oh. They stayed together for like another two years. Really? That would, for me, I would would find it difficult to find them. It would take me a little while to get past that in terms of finding them attractive if they shit the bed. (laughs) But it's like, how long? Do you need to be with someone for that to then be accepted? Like, I mean, I've been in a relationship for eight years. I think, I don't think that's grounds to break up with someone. No, but it would be, you would need a little bit of time, physical distance. <laughs> Especially if they're sick and you have to clear it up. Yeah, that is bad. Oh. That's really bad. So, so, so Laura's saying that her friend Chloe got into bed yeah. with her in-laws. That's really bad. I mean, it's wonderful. It's hilarious. At least they found it funny. Have I ever told you what happened with me and my mate Harry? No, but please, <laughs> please tell me. So me and my mate Harry had been on a night out and like after the night out, whatever, we went back to his and we both slept in his bed at his like parents' house, whatever, because why not? You know what I mean? Half asleep, I snuggled up to Aww. what I thought, oh. like, because I was half asleep, I thought, oh, it's a, I must be in bed with a woman and, <laughs> and started stroking his bottom <laughs> so started like gently like tickling his bottom which is prob- which is quite hairy and like he sort of rolled over and looked at me and I was like oh and we'd actually only spoke about it quite recently it was about 10 years ago 15 years ago probably and we only spoke about it quite recently Do you remember that time I put my hand on your ass in bed and he's like yeah, yeah it's a bit weird so can I just ask when you're in bed with a girl then do you tickle her bum when she's asleep? Because that's weird. Yeah, the bum tickle. No, not when she's asleep, but like, you know, if someone's sort of, if they're semi-awake and it's sort of like, oh, look, I'm awake too, maybe we could bump uglies. Oh my God. <laughs> Do a little bum tickle. And so I did that on, I did that on Harry. Uh, um, so. Oh, you're my favourite person in the world sometimes, Joe. <laughs> I don't have any stories like that. What, you've never... You've, I've, you've, I've never put my hand on a friend's bum while I've be, been asleep and tickled them. It's very different, Louise. To be fair, me doing it to Harry, funny. If you, like, and your best friend were in bed together and you start tickling each other's bums, erotic. So <laughs> it's really different. What else have you got for us? From Sarah. She said... she. It, so this was in the gap year, so a little while ago, because they're our age, so... But yeah, in gap year, so before I went to uni, house party... It was a fancy dress and they were doing like Anne Summers, like proper slutty stuff. Nice. Um, Her boyfriend at the time got super sick and she hadn't met the in-laws yet. So he'd drunk too much, started throwing up um, to the point where she didn't know what she should do, whether to ring, take him to hospital or ring the (laughs) in-laws. Because you're like, what's she going to do? Take him back to her house? Yeah. Um, well, she still lived with the parents, I guess. So had to ring off his phone to his mum and say, hi, I don't know her boyfriend's name, super sick. Would you mind coming to pick him up? So the first time she met her, her mother-in-law, she was dressed in basically like her underwear stilettos. <laughs> and God knows what her boyfriend was dressed up as. That's so good. I mean, if it had been like father-in-law turning up, he'd have been like, 
oh my god <laughs> christmas has come up but for in front of the mother-in-law that is so yeah. embarrassing it's great <laughs> i mean i think that's absolutely wonderful um i have one final story okay just to leave it with which i really liked Stuart has been in touch and he says when me and my girlfriend sarah first started going out she was still living at her parents we went out one night and i stayed there in brackets this is when i used to have long hair next morning hungover, i went downstairs and lay down on the sofa and pulled the throw over me to have a kip her dad came over thought it was sarah's mum who had hair of a similar length and color and kissed me on the side of the head (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's so sweet but what did he do roll over he must have rolled over and he was like fucking hell (laughs) i mean what a moment oh brilliant brilliant that's it for today we do do have some more stories what we're going to do so we're launching a patreon louise you can't get your head around it you think it's a patronus charm from harry potter obviously yeah good what's happened louise and i are learning how to fight death eaters um so (laughs) we're launching a patreon so it's going to be we'll put it on all our social media Mm -hmm. but essentially all it's going to be is for you we're going to ask you to sponsor the podcast with a little bit of money and it's up to you whether you do or not compared to what (laughs) sponsor it with what love and affection and listening but if you louise stop undermining the patronus (laughs) But if you do, we're going to give you some bonus content. It's going to be just as good as this is. It basically, it starts at £3 a month. It's £3, £5 or £10. Basically, whatever you want to give. And like I say, if you do it, you'll get some bonus content. It's going to be other stuff like long term, we're going to do some Q&As, things like that. We'll think of lots of other lovely perks for you. Maybe we'll do one live and then they can see how you dress in your dressing gown and don't actually put clothes on for this podcast. I think we should do a live video one anyway. I think that would be brilliant because some of my stuff gets cut out, doesn't it? If I say something too weird and you can't cut it out if we do it live. So we're going to be doing lots of perks. Like I say, that starts with kind of bonus content. We're going to release a little mini bonus episode for you every single week on top of the one that we do normally. But it also lets us kind of pay for studio time when that time comes. It lets us pay for stuff like a bit of advertising. It lets us pay lovely Dom, who's oh, the editor, editor of the podcast, um, who's already regretting saying yes to doing this. And oh, basically just helps. to listen to you. Um, it helps the podcast. It does help the podcast. And yeah, hopefully the extra footage will be as amusing as the rest of the pod. But look, it's, it's lovely chatting to you as always. Remember, you can get in touch on Twitter at EmbarrassingPC, Instagram at EmbarrassingPod. Correct. And the email address is that'sEmbarrassingPod at gmail.com. Correct. Well done. Cool. Um, right, we'll That's see it. you next see time. You next, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>